Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. We here at the CEP Network are always looking for sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they're looking to promote and want a shout out during one of the shows, reach out and let's see what we can do. It's that time of year again. The nights are getting cooler and winter is coming. Cool weather means posting up in your favorite cozy spot with a cup of your favorite coffee, tea, or whiskey. Cool weather also means bonfires, hoodies, and putting your favorite beer or soda in a koozie. Well, we have you covered in all of those areas. Head over to buyjack.com CEP and get a hold of a mug, koozie, or hoodie and support Raised on the Radio and look great doing it. In this episode, Patrick and I chat about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and give our opinions on the situation. We talk about MGK being mad about not being nominated for a Grammy. We talk more band run-ins from the past and much, much more. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at RaisedOnTheRadioSTL at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato. As usual, Patrick Blair in Zoomland, sir. We are three days post-Thanksgiving. How much of a, like, have you eaten like an asshole for the last three days? Or Tried do you... not to. Yeah. So here's what happened. I'm glad you asked. So like for, the answer is no. Okay. But on Thanksgiving, so I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a problem. Thanksgiving, I ate fine. I didn't like I, I didn't eat stuffing. I didn't eat bread, you know, all the stuff I try to avoid. Um, but we did two dinners. You know, we do my wife's side of the family first, and then we do my side. So we went to my side of the families, and my fucking brother-in-law made clam chowder soup, which I let me tell you something. Clam chowder is up there with me, like pizza. Like it's just if you if you put it in front of me, there's three three things, three things that I if they're on a menu, or you put it in front of me, I'm gonna eat. Pizza okay. is always number one. Just you know, it's pizza. It's that should be everyone. But uh, collard greens is the other. Like if I go to a restaurant and they're on the menu, I'm ordering them. It doesn't matter anything else. Like it's it's gonna happen. And if they're not a side, I'm going to make them a side somehow. <laughs> if they're an appetizer, it's going to be meal, side, and meal. And then clam chowder. For whatever reason, since I I've, since I can remember, I've so I had one time I was like, 
I know this is going off the rails already, but so like one time when I was like 19, maybe, maybe young, a little bit younger, I was sick, right? And I was home from school, home from whatever I was doing at the time. And uh, I went to the store and I bought two giant cans of Campbell's clam chowder soup, the big ones, right? Now, why, why did I buy two, you asked? No, I, I just want to know why you bought clam chowder when you're sick. I that sounds disgusting. I don't, oh, no, my God. I don't know, dude. It's just I wanted something hot, and I want I, I don't know. But so made the first can, destroyed it, made the second can, destroyed it, got sick. So sick that I was puking clam chowder. Now, you would think one would go, maybe I shouldn't eat this shit anymore. So, yeah, my brother-in-law made his clam chowder soup, and I was like, damn it. You know, it has potatoes, whatever. But other than that, it's fucking delicious. I mean, it's delicious. But other than that, it's not terrible for you. Uh huh. Whatever. I destroyed. <laughs> I mean, I people were looking at me like, bro, are you okay? Like, it's so good. So I ate like an asshole, unfortunately, toward the end of the night on Thanksgiving. What okay. about you? Well, I was thinking about like every year a lot of people eat like assholes and it's like everybody talks about how they gain their weight around Thanksgiving, Christmas, that time of year, you know? Is there a dumber cliche than that one? There isn't, but I actually think I lose weight around this time because like the day of the holiday, I always eat like an asshole, of course. But after that, I just eat stupid stuff, but I don't eat near as much over the next couple of days, it seems like. Like on the day of Thanksgiving, I will slam some turkey and some ham and stuffing and all the sure. all the fixings but then the next sure. couple of days it's just like picking at different things that we had like sweets and a few things but i don't eat like abundance of it it's just yeah, yeah. here here and there i don't know maybe it's because yeah. i just ate so much on that day that the next few days i'm just like i don't really need to eat that much anymore yeah yeah, I wish I was like that. It really doesn't matter how much I eat on any given day. If I'm hungry the next day, I'm going to just fucking eat myself sick. That's the other problem about me is when I eat, I overeat. Yeah. Like, even if I'm eating clean, like, I'll have to, like, stop myself and go, whoa, man, you've had three servings of whatever it is you're eating. You need to stop. Uh-huh. Like, the other night, I uh, – do you have an air fryer? Yeah. It is our new favorite thing. Oh, dude, we've we've been – dominant like, like steaks and it, it, anything that we can make in the air fryer we make in the air it's, fryer it's unbelievable how convenient it is and mm-hmm. i really was like avoid it we, we had it and it just sat there and then finally i was like fine i'll fi-. like my wife would be like are we going to use this thing why do we have it if we're not going to use it so i finally <laughs> gave in and now but i had these uh portobello chicken sausages that i, I put in there and i don't know if you've ever cooked sausage if you're even a big sausage person but in the air fryer Oh, really? So awesome. Hmm. So anyway, I made these these portobello chicken sausages and I had like I'm on my third one and I'm going, who needs three of these ever? <laughs> There's no point. Like, but it was all I was eating. I didn't eat anything else. Right. Like, that was my meal. I uh-huh. just meat. Yeah. But uh, and I go, who who eats three of these for a meal? Like it's that's <laughs> it's piglet shit. Like slow down. <laughs> um, so I had to do that. Um, now, dude, air, air fryers are legit, and they, my favorite thing about them is, I mean, for one, a lot of things I think taste better in an air fryer than they do on the grill. I agree, and I, I didn't believe it. How, asshole. However, um, I like the fact that we can still use the air fryer instead of, like, during the winter. 
when we can't when I can't go out and grill all the time like we normally do. Of course. Because I love grilling, yeah. dude. I love grilling steaks and pork steaks and burgers and all that kind of sure. stuff. But the fact that I can do it in the air fryer now is just, yeah, um, it, it's exciting. Well, it's let me tell you something else. It is incredibly convenient when you have a toddler who needs to eat. Put anything in there, man. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Anything, and it's done within minutes. Like, I spent so much time like. Uh, you know, I, I try to I try to make sure my son eats healthy, right? Uh, and I would spend so much time like trying to make, you know, come be be a little bit creative with it rather than like here's the basic, you know, piece of whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And then once the air fryer came around, I'm like, no, 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 dude, you're getting uh, <laughs> a French toast stick, you're getting chicken nuggets <laughs> or whatever, you know. In a flat, even if you need something quickly, yeah, it's good for that. So, right. Um, I will probably eat like an asshole today because the Browns play in prime time. Uh, who you got today? The, the fucking Ravens. Ooh. In Baltimore, prime time. Ooh. Cream Hunt's back. Jack Conklin's back. Okay. Uh, and Baker doesn't have his home fans to boo him, so. Maybe he'll play better. I don't know, <laughs> but I need I need something. Yesterday, Ohio State lost. It was so embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I stayed sober for it is a is a miracle because really? I was angry. I was you know, angry. I so I wanted to bring this up today. I don't know if you're. I've never I've never seen it before with you, but I noticed when I was scrolling through Twitter this morning that. A lot of my feed was just you yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And I've never was... seen I've never seen you do that before. So not I'm not gonna lie and I don't want to offend you here, but I thought you had been drinking yesterday. No. <laughs> I thought that was the reasoning why, but I guess you were just you were just angry and you were taking it out on the Twitter world. I was anger I was anger tweeting. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> That's never a good place to be, man. <laughs> no, man. I it was <laughs> Well, first of all, the game started at 11. So uh, do I really want to make the mistake of starting to drink that early in the day? Also, daddy daycare yesterday. <laughs> it's like, that's irresponsible. So yeah. Well, hang uh, on, hang on, would... hang on. So you said you didn't want to start day drinking yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before that you sent me a picture where you were day drinking? Oh, day before. Okay. So that's when you put a, you did a fire at like 11 in the morning outside just so you no, could. No, it wasn't that early. <laughs> it was like three in the afternoon. Dude. Don't, don't, don't paint this picture. Okay. Well, you did say day drinking, so I I just in my mind painted the picture of you know 11 a.m. probably a fire outside sounds good. There's a bird in a tree. Let's uh, let's drink it did up. I send you the picture of that hawk that landed yeah. ten feet above my head. Yeah, I think it's awesome. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> well, we also have this owl that's been hanging out in our backyard, and I know this sounds funny talking to you because you do truly live in a forest, but like we have this owl that hangs out, and it is terrifying. Yeah. And I, it will rip my little dog's face off. Is it so loud? Like every time it's loud, it's enormous. Yeah. And it is vicious looking, dude. And I, the, when I when I actually spotted it, I could always hear it. And I would always like, where is this motherfucker at? When I actually spotted it, it was at night in the motion, you know, you motion lights. The light just kicks on and it is staring at me. I mean, it made eye contact with me. And I like screamed at my little dog, like, get inside. Like, I, I just, I just pictured like, you know, the scene and it's always sunny when they're stuck in the woods and then Hawk comes and snatches the <laughs> yeah. rabbit they had on yeah. my, I just pictured that owl doing that to my dog. So no, like, that, that, I go out, I go out with him every time he goes outside now because yeah. I'm worried about that guy. And now that this Hawk 
just thinks it's cool to just land on my head, that stupid thing is going to rip my little dog's face off. Yeah, dude, owls are a legit fear. Like, because uh, we have we have one out here also that is extremely loud at night, and we've seen it, and it's huge, dude. Like, our, our Shih Tzu, we can't, like, we need to be watching her if we're, if we're letting her go out at night. My Bulldog, I'm not so worried about, but it, it's still going to be a fight. And I hope yeah. I can get the video of it if that happens, because that's going to be a viral video. Bulldog faces owl in the in, a, in the forest. <laughs> I think mean, you know you know who would really love this conversation. Who's that? Joe, Joe Rogan. You think? Oh, we're we're at Animal Talk. It's yeah, time. it's true. It's, it's, it's true. go time. It's go time. You know what's you know what interests me though uh, about him? Like, I don't. Did you see the post that he made? I think it was yesterday about that fish. A telescopic fish or something like that? Yeah. That conversation does interest me because he's made the comment before about like how we know very little about space, but it's what's actually true is that we know a lot less about what's in the freaking ocean that's on the earth than we do about space. And there There's is nothing. some terrifying stuff down there, dude. Oh, yeah. There's nothing scarier than deep sea. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. I, it, I remember, and I want to go back to Joe Rogan, so don't let me go off on another stupid <laughs> tangent here, but here's a story. So when I was, I went to uh, spring break um, with a couple of buddies um, and we, you know, we rented jet skis and took them out on the ocean. So now I don't remember, I mean, this is so long ago, but I don't know how far out they let you go, but we were assholes and we did not pay, atten pay attention to any restrictions. And we were out there, dude. And one of my friends' jet skis stalled and he was just sitting out there, right? And we didn't know where he was. Where was this? Where were you this at? In, we were in Florida. Okay. Spring break. Okay. So we're on the, the Atlantic Ocean. Gotcha. Okay. And um, he was just out there, man. And we couldn't <laughs> find him. And, I, and he was, he's such an idiot. He was doing backflips off the back of the jet ski, just into the water. Dude, we were out, we were out there. And I was like, Hey man, you should probably get back on that because I don't see people. It's hard to see land. We should probably like, and, and I just thought about that. Like how many things were below him just being like, Hey man, if you come down here again, we're going to rip your body in half. Uh -huh. Like I have a severe fear of sharks. Yeah, dude, like like so many things down there that are so big that could yeah. just come out of the water and swallow him and the jet ski whole and nobody would ever see him again. Yeah, my favorite my favorite videos are the white people who go whale watching, and I, my parents are guilty of this, but <laughs> the white people who will be in the paddle boat and there's a 5,000-pound whale underneath them and they think it's cute when it's fin, you know its fin comes up and splashes. I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, guys. One false move, and that thing's sucking you under, and you're never coming back. Right. And they're just like, yay! Kids, isn't this great? <laughs> no, it's terrifying. Uh, yeah, dude, that's... Yeah, I mean, he talks about stuff like that. But so, I'm glad you brought him up, or I'm glad we brought him up. So, I, I feel like it's inevitable because everyone's talked about it. And we don't have to go down a long road here. Way in on this Kyle Rittenhouse thing for me. I really want to know what your feelings are because I'll be honest with you. The reaction that I've seen, reaction, reactions, the reactions that I've seen by 
a lot of the popular podcasts, a lot of the popular social commentary, people who, who people who are popular with their social commentary. I'm not gonna lie, I've been a little bit surprised on the door that they've taken the stance that they have. Yeah. It, it, well, g- give me give me a breakdown. Give me a breakdown of of this whole scenario real quick. Because like yeah, because here's the thing. I I've done a little bit of research on this, but I've kind of, like we talked about last week, I, um, we've kind of both distanced ourselves a little bit from it just because it's so media hyped right now. Um, so give me, give me the, the basis on the whole, the whole scenario. Well, I mean, you have a 17 year old kid who Mm -hmm. went to a black lives matter protest Mm -hmm. and, you know, was carrying around an AR 15. And um, supposedly he was there to protect and help people. And then he acted in self-defense and shot and killed people. Um, Now, of course, it goes to trial. He's found not guilty on all counts because he was defending himself and this and that. So... That's is that the basis you need? Yeah, is that the basis? yeah, I feel yeah. Like not, I mean, that wasn't specifically it, for me. That was just for any listener who might have been the same way we were and kind of distance ourselves from the whole thing. Yeah. So I, I guess my surprise is, well, first of all, and I'm glad you said you did your own research because it really was media driven in the beginning, and there were a lot of false narratives. Which that's how the media works. Mm-hmm. You really can't just look at one thing and go, okay, that's the truth. You really need to go, okay. Let me let me let me fact check this. Let me verify this. Right. So there was there were a lot of false truths spread about him, and, and I'll be honest with you, I don't care about those. It did not do anything to me as far as the way the questions I was asking, which I felt like enough people weren't asking in the beginning. But before I tell you those, my the reactions that I've seen have been I, the the reason that I've been surprised is this. A lot of pro-gun people, of course, have taken the side like, well, he was defending himself. Right. He should have that right. Mm-hmm. Fine. You're never you're never going to break those people of that opinion. But then I've seen some people talk about how and I won't I don't want to say who said this. Maybe I'll say who said it. Or maybe I'll say what they said and you can in your we don't need to say it on our podcast. In your own brain, you can kind of guess as to who might have said this. But I heard heard a couple of people say you know, if this kid were black and did the same thing in the same situation, he would be considered a hero because it was at a Black Lives Matter protest. So a black kid acted in self-defense at a Black Lives Matter protest would have been considered a hero. And I do want to state that a black person, African-American, did say that. Okay. Now, it is one that we've I don't know if you and I, but when I had Will from the 314, the Den 314 podcast on, we spent quite a bit of time talking about this person. Okay. So it is a person who likes to shit out of their mouth quite a bit. So anyway, which I thought was an interesting way to look at it only because that was one of the false narratives in the beginning is that he killed black people. He was a white kid going out there to kill black people. Right. Now, I don't know what was going on in that kid's head, but that's not actually what happened. Was that the intent? Maybe. We don't know. We don't live inside that kid's brain. And then Joe Rogan had Jocko Willink on his podcast, and they talked about it. And Joe was very much like, this kid's innocent. This kid had, the, you know, he was defending the kid, 
which I was a little bit surprised by because he has not done that in the past. Uh, so I don't know if that's just the Joe Rogan of now, you know, because he's been because he's been targeted so much lately as this sort of alt-right person. Maybe that's just now was he maybe he's just subconsciously doing that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Was he defending him against Jocko or was Jocko agreeing? Oh, Jocko was agreeing. Of okay. Course. Okay. I thought so. I wanted to ask. Yeah. 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 Um, I, so, no okay. Okay. Really... So, so the, the whole hero thing, um, can you see that bowling going both ways? I could. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I could see because of the, it being a, Black Lives Matter situation. I could see why they could call him a hero, but I could also see the exact opposite in white media, if that's what you want to consider it. You're no, you're absolutely right. There are two sides to this, black yeah. and white, and mm-hmm. I can't fucking stand it. Yeah, there shouldn't be. I get it. Yeah. Why is no one asking the real question? Why the fuck was there a 17 year old kid carrying around an AR-15 on the street? Period. Right. Period. Right. Mm -hmm. So then the whole so then the whole narrative comes out. Well, he was there to help protect and serve. That's in the beginning. Right. He stated that he was there to help people. In fact, people said that they saw him helping people in need. Okay. here's my question. Why do you need an AR-15 to do so? You don't take an AR-15 anywhere into a public setting unless you're willing to fire that fucking thing. Whether it's in self-defense, whether it's because you have ill intent, you don't take it there unless you're willing and ready to use it. Do we know what... If, so in that case, why the fuck is it there? Do we know if he's got training with an AR-15? Like, in his past, does he have training with this stuff? Like, 17 <sighs> I years old, I, saw, I mean, that's not very old. No, it's not. Your brain is mashed potato. That's my <laughs> point. Why is no one... That, that's my point, man. Why yeah. is no one going, hey, man, that was a child? Yeah. And then... Part of the story is now that there, well, you know, the, the one of the other narratives was he took a gun across state lines and used it to shoot people. Apparently, it was being held for him by a friend, so the laws in Wisconsin are a little bit different. So if a family member holds it for you, blah 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 blah. Okay, why are we not asking the question? Why is that a fucking responsible thing? That's why weird. is anyone holding a fucking assault rifle for a seventeen-year-old? to be used in a public situation. Right. And then the story is, well, we had, there was a specific group of people that asked him to come there and protect them. Who are the irresponsible shitheads asking a child to come protect them? Right. In a time of need with an AR-15. No one wants to ask these questions. Gun nuts are certainly not going to ask the question because they're proud that he owns a gun and they're proud that he used a gun to protect himself. So we're never going to consider, we're never going to sway them. Right. But media personalities and uh, people who really like to go on these social commentary rants also are not asking that simple question. They're looking at it as black and white left versus right. Of course. But can we just ask the human, the human question here? Why the fuck was that kid there in the first place? He had no business there. Right. Especially if he was willing to shoot someone. If you're willing to shoot someone at a protest, leave. Because you will. Things are going to go wrong. You know? I mean, okay, you're saying he's willing to shoot someone, and we say that because he's taking an AR-15 with him. No, no, because he did. 
I don't care. Well, you know, okay. Uh, but, AR-15 makes the story more extreme. Yeah. Okay, let's see it in 9mm. Okay. Well, okay. Why is a 17-year-old in public with a gun? Well, yeah, that's that's the 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 question to ask, right? But biggest question it should be everyone's question. Yeah, no one's asking it. But I'm saying, like, we're 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 saying he was he willing to shoot someone? But if in the self defense argument, maybe he wasn't. I mean, I'm not saying he was looking to do it. Is what I'm what I'm trying to get at. Like, just because he's carrying a gun, it's just it was probably it may have been just to carry a gun. Now. Should even a 17-year-old be smart enough to realize that, hey, if I'm carrying a gun, something can get out of control very fast? Yes. Um, yeah, I think we're saying the same thing. I think we normally are. We just <laughs> talk, talk in circles somehow. <laughs> no, I think we're saying the same thing. But I, that's my biggest question. Why is anyone okay that this kid was there in the first place? Yeah. I, I'm sorry, like, you say you were there to help people. All right. Well, do paramedics carry guns? Right. Not a fucking chance. Right. Why? why so you're there because you have a gun and you know it's going to, in a, in a very intimidating and threatening way, protect people who felt like they couldn't protect themselves. That's why you carry a gun. That's why you go in that situation. So, again... Even a 17-year-old is in tune enough to know, in tune to the situation enough to know that I'm probably going to have to fucking use this thing, and I'm going to. Simple. I, I just, I find it, I find it really hard to believe that anyone goes out to a public situation with a gun unless they're ready. To I mean, it. it's it's hard to think that your your main stance is I'm going to help people. While you, but you're, you also have an AR-15 in your hand. That's I, I don't understand how you think you're going to help people in that way. Now, I the self-defense argument, it, do I plan on using this thing? No. Do I want to use this thing? No. However, if I'm going into this scenario, I probably should have something to protect me in case something goes wrong. I can see that part. Okay. Is it, is it a smart decision? No. Probably not. However, do you just stay home? Because if you think that there's a chance that you would possibly yes. need a gun to defend yourself, maybe stay away, especially yes. as a 17-year-old. You're absolutely right, and I'm so glad you said that. And back to when I when we had when I had Will um, from the Den 314 podcast, shout out, when he was on the show, one of the things we talked about for quite some time were the Ferguson riots. Yeah. And the, here's the reason I bring that up. We had two, two different ways of looking at it and two different experiences with this, okay? He said, you know, hey, I was there. I was there, and I was probably doing things I shouldn't have been doing. As we all know, since the Ferguson riots, this is how these protests go at night. It's not going to be peaceful. It's not going to be civil, okay? And he was, you know... Uh, unabashedly admitted like yeah that's the way it is we're angry things go wrong when you're angry and he was like I'm not going to lie I was there doing stuff I probably shouldn't have been doing now here's what I said during the Ferguson riots I pulled up to the protest during the day one day right now my reasoning for being there is A it was during the day slightly more peaceful during the day 
And also I was there because as a human being, I felt terrible for all of the human beings involved in the situation. And I wanted to stand by my fellow man. You know what I didn't do? I didn't fucking go there at night. Do you fucking know why? Because I'm white as a fucking ghost. <laughs> and whether I'm there to help people or not, yeah. help people in air quotes there, yeah. I shouldn't be there. I, there's no reason for me to be there. I have no business there. If I were there with Will, he knows I'm there in solidarity. He knows I'm there as a brother to him and all of humanity. But there are hundreds and thousands of other people that don't know that. And just by the sight of my ghostly-like appearance, they might want to get me out of there. Right. Might be a bad fucking idea. Right. And that's my point with this kid. Don't be, don't go there. Don't be there. I understand you think you're helping and you're protecting. And I, the word help really annoys me because who are you really helping? Yeah. You're actually hurting the situation by being there. You're causing more chaos. You're walking around with a fucking AR-15. Do you not think you're going to stick out like a sore thumb in this situation, especially as a white kid? It also sounds it also sounds like this kid doesn't have the best influences in his life either to like he's probably not been raised the best as far as his ideals and and things like that and also if he has family who is going to hold his AR15 for him and things like that I just, it just it doesn't seem like he has the best circle around him either to make the, the best decisions. Uh no. I I agree. I think it's safe to say that Look, man, I mean, he's okay. not the only 17-year-old on Earth that has an AR-15. I understand that. And that's the whole problem with, with gun control and whatever. If people want guns, they're going to get guns. It's it's this it's the same thing. If you want drugs, you're going to find drugs. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. If you want a gun, you're going to get a gun. Whether you buy it illegally, legally, doesn't matter. Make them illegal, people are still going to get them. And people of all races, all political influences and of all ages mm -hmm. they're going to find a way to fucking get them if they want them um but yeah no i would say that that's not the best influence to have no i just 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 a thought and you're talking to someone who grew up grew up around guns yeah right i shot guns at a young age it didn't mean that when i was 17 i would be out in public with a gun it didn't mean that yeah I, it's what, it's, what it's just it's hard it's hard to have a one particular stance on this, I think, <clears throat> just because of the like I know a lot of people do, um, and maybe the the one particular stance should be, why was he there? He shouldn't have been there. That should be it, maybe. But you know, the other side of that is depending on what his thought process was. If he was going there thinking somehow he was helping, and that gun was literally just for self defense, and he was hoping he would not have to use it, but it was just to keep people away or whatever. Is it possible that he thought he was helping? Is it possible? Very possible. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So it's hard. What I'm saying is it's hard to take the stance of specifically he was there to try to do harm. No, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. It is very possible that a 17-year-old with mashed potatoes for brains <laughs> thinks he's helping a situation by being there with an AR-15. Absolutely. Yeah. When I was 17, I was a moron as well. <laughs> But I also had people around me that would have been like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. And I'm not just talking about my parents. I'm talking about my friends, other family members. I had enough people around me that if they knew that I was going to go to a protest and forget about it being Black Lives Matter. I'm tired of that bullshit, too. It doesn't matter. Right. 
people want to so solely focus on this white kid at a Black Lives Matter protest. What was this? Uh, so, forgive me for my ignorance, but what was the protest uh, for? Was it anything specific, or was it just a just a Black Lives Matter in general? Well, like a rally this, type of deal. Is, I mean, we'd have to look this up because this is going back so far now. I can't remember if it. I'm pretty sure it was related to George Floyd. Okay, wasn't it right around that time? Okay, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I I could be. I hold on. Let's look that up. We should probably know that, right? I, it's been so long. I just don't remember. Uh, let me see if I can find something. But, you know, again, at 17, and believe me, I was a shithead. And I, I rebelled. I was against authority. You know, I was, a, I was, a, it was every 17-year-old that, you know, grew up in the Midwest in a working class neighborhood. You know, I fucking, I did, I didn't respond well to authority. I wanted to do what I wanted to do, you know, but I had people around me that would have said, that's not a good fucking idea. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Kenosha, Wisconsin, civil unrest following. Oh no, 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 no. I'm sorry. We're, see, I'm glad we did this. This was the Jacob Blake shooting. Jacob Blake was a, of course, the way that, you know, this, the, a black man shot by a white police officer. That's all you need to know. Okay. It, it, that's what it was. Okay. I, I thought it was something different, but I could not remember. And for, I, I want to apologize to anyone who's listening to this. We, we fact checked ourselves. Now, was that now more, was that more recent than the it was. George Floyd? It was after, okay. it was after George, George Floyd. Okay. Okay. Um, so, um, when did this happen? August 25th. You know what came shortly after that? The election. This shit always happens around election time. Always. Fucking always. Yeah. Now, I don't want to go down a conspiracy road here, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, so anyway, you know, again, I, my, my beef is not with... Uh, I'm not on any side of this. I'm on the side of, again, the human element of this. Why the fuck was he there? People died. I don't look at race. I don't look at politics. I don't look at any of this stuff. I'm a human being in this situation. I think it's shitty on all levels. Um, I think it's a shame. It's just another, it's another one of those things where media wouldn't be media if everybody was just on the human side of things, right? Well, and I am on the side of being media literate. And you should really do your homework if you're going to have an opinion about this kid. I, my opinion is he shouldn't have been there, period. I, I, I don't have a pro-gun opinion. I don't have an anti-gun opinion. I don't have a, you know, I, I don't, you know, is people talking about he was a white supremacist, like all this shit. I, I, I want to look beyond that and just, you know, as a father, as a son to someone else, as a brother to someone else as a best friend to many, why the fuck was he there? Yeah. Period. All right. I don't know. I think we've spent enough time on that. (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure we'll leave this off TikTok. Maybe we don't want to go down that road. Um, Well, okay. So before, before we finish it, um, let's go back to the beginning because you talked about Joe Rogan involved in this and you, and his conversation with Jocko. So, um, so now what did you say his response was to this whole thing? 
I mean, it's. Let me let me let me let me find it. Okay. Because it's on YouTube. That's how I saw it. I, I did. I did see that. Whole... I did see that Jocko was on the show, uh, but I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Yeah, I didn't. Either. I don't. Uh, that's not particularly a conversation I want to tune into. <laughs> very much. But, uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear that? That was interesting. This is coming out next week for, for people listening. Today's November nineteenth. The Rittenhouse. Um, verdict was read today. I won't play the whole thing here. I'll, and, I'll pause uh, this. I won't play the whole thing because he gets he gets into it quickly here. Like he doesn't take a long time to get to his point. So, no riots, right? No riots yet. Well, it's early. A, it's early, yeah. and B, it's a bummer. It's not a good call to to make that call, make that verdict release on Friday afternoon because right. now you got a bunch of people sitting around on the weekend going, "What are we gonna do?" I think. Only a gorilla would have that opinion, <laughs> by the way. Oh, so they need the weekend to think about it. They, they don't. Uh, so if it was on Tuesday, they're not going to spend Monday and Wednesday and Thursday thinking about how they feel. What the, what the fuck is he? Anyway, go. All right, sorry, we're getting, we're getting derailed here. To their credit, there have been a lot of left-wing people that have actually read the transcripts and actually paid attention to the true story instead of just the media narrative. And there's a lot of people like Anna Kasparian and Glenn Greenwald's been on top of it from the beginning. But a lot of people have gotten the word out that the version of the story that most people are just spouting out, the headline version, without reading the, the, the actual meat of the story itself, is not accurate at all. His kid's not a white supremacist by any stretch of the imagination. He's kind of playing cop, kind of playing EMT, and he was going, he's fucking 17. Mm -hmm. Going there, and he did apparently provide aid and help a bunch of people, and at multiple occasions was chased and pulled the rifle out, and when they retreated, he didn't shoot. It was only when he was attacked, he was hit with a skateboard, someone pulled a gun on him. That's when he shot people. I mean, it was all very reasonable. Maybe not reasonable that a 17-year-old shows up the fucking gun to riots done that's all that needs to be said yeah exactly it's not, that, it's, that's it's that's not a, reasonable yeah that's exactly what we just said should he have been it's, there absolutely not however does it sound like he went there with the intent to actually use the gun that he was taking to protect himself with yes. no it you think it you think what how how do you think Look, that dude he, Look, he, dude. he 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 was there he okay based off of what joe rogan just said he's saying that several instances happened that he did not pull the gun now, if he was going there to specifically... Know I know people are saying that, but the fact of the matter is, he did. And okay. do you know why he did? Because he was willing to do so. And do you know why he was willing to do so? Because he put himself in a terrible situation. With okay. no good ending. With no good ending possible. Yeah, he's going to get chased. He's a chubby, goofy-looking white kid at a protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and the people were protesting because a black man was killed by a white cop. Why would you put your doughy, stupid white face with a gun in that situation? Yes, you're going to get chased. Yes, you're going to stand out. Yes, people are going to bother you. And the only way that you can keep them from bothering you is intimidating them with that giant gun. It's a dumb situation. Which he probably went into knowing that he would, that was intimidating. Of course, yes. Yeah. So, so I, okay. So, so what I'm saying is based off of what he, what 
the narrative that Joe Rogan just painted to us. Yeah. I'm saying that it's okay. You're saying that if he took the gun there, that he was planning on using it, or he thought that there are good, there's a good chance that he could. Now, the reason yes. why I'm saying that. I don't think he specifically took it there planning on using it was because of the fact that there were se apparently several instances where he could have, and if he was trigger happy, he probably would have done it in those several few instances instead of waiting. Okay. I'm saying I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um... I don't care if he handcrafted a splint for someone who had a broken leg and yeah. carried them to safety. I don't care. Good for you. You shouldn't have been there. Yeah. And now people are dead. True. Okay. It's just, I, 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 you know, and, but, and, but, but it's not sounding, it doesn't sound to me like he was specific. Okay. Outside of just being there holding an AR-15, it doesn't sound like he was there instigating things to happen to him, right? Instigating fights or instigating... Can I, can I, can I ask you something? Yes, go ahead. Do, do you feel like the presence of a 17-year-old white kid carrying around an AR-15 is enough to instigate something? At, at a protest such as the one he was at, don't you feel that his mere presence in the situation was an instigation. Okay, I I, I'll give you that. I'll give I you do. that. I'll give you that. But what I'm saying is we're not talking about the people who instigated the situation towards him. Like instigated a fight towards him. If he, sure. if, I, I, I see where you're coming from. Just a 17-year-old holding a gun, that looks like you're trying to start something. Or, okay, instigate something. Let, let me use that word again. However, what I'm saying is we're not talking about the other side. We're not talking about the people who are who actually started this against him if he literally didn't do anything to start. You don't understand what I'm it's, saying? I No, I do. And again, this is just my opinion. I, I feel it's very antagonistic for a, a white kid to show up to a Black Lives Matter protest or a protest where the majority, the vast majority of the people protesting and who are angry don't want you there right they don't want you there with a gun they don't want your help right he knows that right and it, oh by the way all of those kids don't have guns they're there with just the sheer rage and fire of being there and again i'm not making this a black and white thing i'm making this a the people who were there in protest and who were angry that a man was shot by a cop they don't want to see some militaristic looking 17 year old there Right. With a fucking assault rifle. Yeah, that I mean that was a bad that was a bad his, decision his, all his around. His presence is antagonistic and it's calling for something bad to happen. I don't right. care if he's playing cop, which duh, we're there because a cop killed somebody, so maybe they don't want you there playing cop. I don't care if he's playing EMT. Shouldn't have been there. Right. And I I'm I understand all the arguments and I, yeah. I again, my my side is just simply the human side of this. I don't want to see people die. Yeah. Not for politics, not for anything, not for gun rights, not for, uh, you know. So, okay, so let me ask you this. So he was cleared. I mean, does he own this gun? Is this gun his? I, apparently, yes. How can you, I mean, is how can how is it legal for a 17-year-old to own an AR-15? 
I mean, this is all stuff that we could look up and all stuff that we could probably have in our back pockets. But at the end of the day, none of that matters to me. I know, I'm just, but, but, when, but when I'm saying he was cleared of everything, right? Yeah. So uh, that, that's that's my biggest thing is like, how do you, I don't understand how a 17 year old, I thought you had to be 18 years old at least to own a gun. Or is it 21? I thought it was, isn't it 21? You want me to look up the gun laws and... <laughs> Wisconsin. I, I, this, or, well, I guess I guess that's I, I guess I guess that's where that whole thing where like his family was holding the gun for him. I guess where maybe that's where those Whatever laws came in. Is. Yeah, this this yeah, seems but, weird. Well, you are asking an important question, and it is why in the holy fuck would it be legal for a seventeen-year-old to own an AR-15? Right. I, I don't see a point. What the fuck does he need that for? Right. Legally speaking. Illegally speaking, I get it. We have guns to protect ourselves, right? So my point being is him being cleared of everything is if that must be where those weird laws come in somewhere because if nothing well, else, if nothing else, you have a 17-year-old who owns an AR-15 and if that's illegal, you sh he should have gotten regardless of how, what he was using the gun for. Right. He still uh, should have gotten in trouble for owning an AR-15. <laughs> Let, let me let me just say this. And, and again, I'm not saying it to be controversial. It is just the way I feel, but it's going to ruffle a lot of feathers. And I know I've done this a couple of times on this podcast when we talk about things like this. If he was black and he killed people at a protest, those laws and all of those loopholes would be swept under the rug and his ass would have been convicted. That's all I'm saying. It, would, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't stink. If he was black, he wouldn't stand a chance at fucking trial. None of these things would have mattered. He would have been convicted. Just how I feel. Okay. Until I see that, until I see differently. I'm, that's how I, I feel. I'm, that's a tough one for me. I can't oppose that. I know it's tough. I, I, I know you're saying it's an opinion. I know you're saying it's an opinion and I get that. Uh, and I can, I can see your side, but I could also, I don't know. That, that's, it's tough to just matter-of-factly say 100% he would have been convicted. I get why you. I get why that's your opinion. I, I mean, look, it is. It is. I, I feel like there's... No, I'm not even going to say it. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'll say it. I feel like the... the um, I feel like there is some evidence that the judicial system somewhat works in the favor of white folks well that, so that's that folks. that's for that's sure that's for sure that's all I'm saying. i agree with you on that yes that's all I'm saying. but we can move on i'm glad we got to talk about that yeah don't you feel yeah. better don't you feel great about oh man i just you know? i'm just so peppy and ready to start a new conversation <laughs> let me tell you a story then. uh-oh so i sent you uh i sent you a little thing about you know mgk's upset that he wasn't uh mm -hmm. nominated for a grammy yeah why is no one? Well, I, I guess he needs to go back to rock and roll class because in rock and roll and punk, we don't care about Grammys. We don't care about that, right? Yeah. Why is no one around and being like, "Hey, man, it's okay. It's actually cool that you weren't nominated. Keep doing your thing." But I get, I get why he would want to be nominated. Well, look, he's a pop artist too, you know. And when you are a pop artist, or I'm sorry, a mainstream artist who is within the pop stratosphere, whether you're in the middle, at the top, at the bottom, or just touching it, if 
you get nominated for a Grammy, it works wonders for your career. It's that extra stamp. It's that extra thing on the resume. It's that extra thing that you have to use to boost your career. Is it as on the next move? That is you it make, as you know? important now as it was, say, 10, 15 years ago? I don't know. I think that there there can there can be that debate that perhaps it used to be more important. I still think it's incredibly important. I still think people care about it. And I mean, again, I mean just, artist, just, ha just having the Grammy winning artist in front of your name, I mean, Grammy is, nominated. yeah, Grammy nominated is huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, if he were nominated for a grant, let's say a best rock record or whatever the, I don't even know the categories are so dumb. They make zero sense to me, but <laughs> so let's say it was that best rock record. When he goes into the making of his next record or the release of his next record, you know, the, the way that people spin it is he's coming off of his Grammy nominated record tickets to my downfall. And just that little tidbit there makes people who perhaps weren't that familiar with him or weren't that interested. They go, Oh, he was nominated for a Grammy. Maybe I should check that out. Because there are people that legitimately do care about that. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I don't, but I mean, I don't know if you do, but do you? Do you care? Have you ever bought a record or listened to someone because they were nominated for a Grammy? Absolutely not, no. Okay. But people do. Uh, it's a very industry-driven thing. I get that. But there are people who I get, I could see, I are could... manipulated by the industry to like specific things and listen to specific things. Right. And my, my point was I could see how it can boost, maybe not necessarily with fans, uh, but can boost your career by having that in front of your name. Absolutely. Other, you know, absolutely record with record labels or, you know, any, anything like that. I can, I can see how that could boost your career personally. I mean, it, it works, it works in a couple of different ways. And I think it, it does help, you know, I, are there people who have won a Grammy who were, were destined to be stars and they didn't need the Grammy? Sure. Probably most, but again, it does help, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think of like someone recently, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't watch the Grammys. I don't care about the Grammys, but I, you know, but there have been people who have won a Grammy who they very publicly stated, well, we don't give a shit. That's like, means nothing to well, us. Well, I mean, that's the thing too, is like, and, is it, should it just be another accolade for an artist like MGK? Now, what I said is it can help boost your career, but with an artist like MGK who has the name that he does, does he need the Grammy to boost his career anymore? Does, what, what does it do to help his career? Uh, I mean, I feel like the transition he's made into the type of music he's making and the fact that he legitimately is a pop star now, I mean, I think it would help, yeah. Okay. I honestly do. I mean, it's it's one more appearance. It's one more piece. It's one more instance of him being heavily in the news cycle. Yeah, I mean, I think it helps. Okay. As a rock artist who wants to be taken seriously, you know, as an artist who wants to be taken seriously by the rock and roll community, which he seems to want to be, he seems to be that person. Mm -hmm. Probably not the best thing, but fuck him. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, and this is coming off of his beef with Slipknot and all this stuff. So, I mean, within the, you know, the rock and roll tastemakers aren't going to like this. But yeah, MGK should probably go, I don't really care what you like or don't like. But it would look pretty cool to those people if he was like, fuck the Grammys. I don't need to be there. Right. Well, and you, that's, the, that's the first comment that you made to me was, 
instead of acting mad about not being nominated, he should have went the opposite way and made just one statement that said, I'm glad that I wasn't nominated and give an explanation of why. And he would have been in the media more for, for that than being mad. Probably so. Yes, probably so. We, we don't know, but I, if I had to guess, yes. I think it would have stood out a little bit more than, oh, man, darn it. I didn't, you know, it, it kind of was whiny in, in, in a sense that he did come out and say, oh, I'm mad. Like, how could, how could you overlook? But it, it's not a competition. It's the music. <laughs> Problem is we make it a competition. <laughs> and it's super gross to make it a competition. Um, While we're on MGK, you know, I, I felt – Felt really bad after the last episode. I felt like I made myself look like a total shit. Like no. I just don't get along with anybody. <laughs> but here's a good story. I did meet MGK before he was a star. Really? Yeah. Hung out with him. It was right after he got signed to Bad Boy. Didn't have a run in. Wow. Everything was everything was fine. Look at you. So there's a good one. I in the moment I couldn't think of any good stories, but uh, there's a good one. I didn't have any problems with MGK. He didn't have any problems with me. Now, did we have a conversation? Not really. Was he in the same room as me? Yeah, but we didn't really talk. So, <laughs> so I, maybe not considered a run-in. Maybe just like a well, no, passing I mean, by. <laughs> well, a, a run-in. No, 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 no. A run-in to me is like when I have a negative thing happen, some sort of confrontation. Okay. But no, I mean we recorded. Uh, we recorded in Cleveland at the same studio where he did a lot of his early stuff. That's cool. And he, he and his crew showed up while we were there and, uh, they stuck around and we hung out with him and partied with him. And I not wonder so much him. he was very, he was very much in the distance sort of off to himself, which I get. I wonder, get. I wonder if that would, without actually knowing, just thinking about how things have changed and probably how his personality has changed since then. Do you think that would be the same situation if you were in the same room with him now? <laughs> For all you listening on audio, he is violently shaking his head no. <laughs> no I don't think so. I do not think so. No. Yeah. Um, like I said, this was this was 2011, I want to say. Okay. Yes, it was 2011 because we... Or at a bar watching the Cardinals play the Phillies in the playoffs. So yes, 2011. Nice. Okay. Um, I do remember that vividly. Uh, so yeah, 2011. So no, I mean he was, like I said, he just signed a bad boy. He was on his way. He's well on his way. Um, that was a really cool experience. So, so I mean, he was cool. All this, like again, he didn't really party with us. He was there. It was more more so his crew. And there was another band there that, man, do they fuck? Did they fucking party like these these guys? I thought I have a I thought I had a drinking problem like this shit was, and I don't want to. This is why I don't want to say their name. Because oh come on! No no no. <laughs> um, man, these guys, they were on another level. But they were. But here's the thing, and it's actually. I, I was thinking about them the other maybe it was because I listened to one of their songs one of their songs came up on shuffle but um they were also like us they were an unsigned independent band trying to get big and make it and, and you know they 
their angle was like, we fucking party. We're rock stars, you know, and they lived it. Um, they lived it to the fullest. And uh, I was impressed, man. I, was like, <laughs> like, I thought we all had problems, but like, dude, you guys party. Um, you know, uh, I was going to mention this on the last episode and I forgot. I was listening to uh, just one of the stations, Octane or something like that on Sirius XM. I don't remember. It was it was that one, or it may have been Turbo or something. I don't I don't remember what the uh, what the station was, but they were interviewing Papa Roach, and they he was telling a story about when they first went on tour with Corn, and they were partying with Corn, and Jacoby woke up the following morning with a bag of shit on his chest. One of the guys from Corn had done that, and that was his initiation into "You're one of us now." was waking up on a tour bus with a ba- some human feces in a bag on your chest. <laughs> Maybe that was the first step into him getting sober. You think? <laughs> Maybe. Because he is sober now. Yeah, he is. And he has been very vocal about, like, yeah, I used to be out of control. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing him on, like, a New Year, like, an MTV New Year's thing. So this is probably the year 2000. Maybe it was 1999 and, or maybe the year after. You know, MTV used to have those New Year's Eve mm-hmm. party, and they would have like bands play. And you know, back when MTV was about music, yeah, boy, do I miss that. Uh, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, he was on there. Like seriously, he was just one hand a jug of vodka, the other hand a jug of orange juice, and was just going koosh koosh, just slam, you know, ch- just slamming vodka, and then just a small chase of OJ. And I was like, God damn! I remember at the time I was a kid, I was like, God damn, that guy is drinking. Sober now. Makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, people, when you recognize you have a, you have a problem, probably good. Doesn't it seem shit like on, shit on the chest would maybe trigger something in my soul to be like, Hey dude, you drank too much last night. Maybe slow down. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't it seem like vodka is that alcohol that makes people go sober? Really? Oh, for, you don't think that you don't, you don't see that a lot. I mean, well, I mean, look, there, there are, I don't know, man. I drink vodka, so now I feel like a shithead. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably right because it's so cheap. Yeah. It, it is often those, like, I'm going to sound like a douche here, but it is often those neutral spirits that get you in trouble because the, the idea is that you mix them with something and you're not supposed to taste the alcohol. Right. You know, mm-hmm. vodka is, is one of those. Rum is another one. Um so I guess it's easy to get in trouble because you're you're pounding the shit and you're you know. But I don't know. I remember watching watching like a true life like my parents and my parent is an alcoholic or something. I, I don't know what it was, but it was one of those documentaries and, and there was this like white this white couple and like middle aged, you know, they would just drink all day and they would just drink vodka all day. Shitty jugs of like Popov vodka. They mm-hmm. would mix it with Gatorade and they would just drink all day. Just all day. I mean, wake up, start drinking. Right. Until they fucking went to sleep. Same thing the next day. All day, every day, 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So that when you said that, I was like, yeah, maybe that makes sense. I, I just, their- you know, you see movies or TV shows or whatever where you see pe- like people who even like just not the Gatorade, just people who can drink straight vodka 
all the time or, you know, straight tequila all the time or something like that. Like I'm a guy who can drink something on the rocks straight as a sipper. But I mean, people who just literally can pour vodka in a glass and drink it straight. I've always thought, man, I would never want my life to get to a point to where I could do that. Do you know someone that doesn't? No, I'm just saying like you see uh, even like a TV show like you're talking about, you know, where people's lives are just out of control. I mean, the two two people I just referenced, they were just uh, they were also uh, a bit on the heavy side. So they did nothing but sit in recliners all day and and slam vodka. Right. Um, And it was it was weird because the kids and I guess that was the purpose of the show. The kids were successful and had their shit together. I think one was an attorney. Wow. The other was like, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, do you know, um, do you know? In your life, have you known any like functioning alcoholics? Like people who you know are drinking most days, but still are able to keep their shit shit together enough yeah. to have a job and you know all yeah, that kind yeah, of absolutely. stuff. Yeah, I know quite a few. Yeah, yeah, it's it's impressive um, to me. I don't know if impressive is the right word to use, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's something. It's something. Um. Yeah, I mean, back when I was a bartender, I was I romanticized because I, I, you know, I had regular customers that were like that. There's one guy in particular. He was a he was a a scientist. Yeah, uh, some kind of scientist, and uh, fucking every day after work, hit happy hour, get shit blasted. Go home, go to sleep, wake up, go be a scientist. Next day, do it all over again. Every day. Every day. And then Saturdays and Sundays when he wasn't working, he drank all day. Hmm. All day. Um, and I romanticized like the idea of that. Like, Jesus Christ, you were a booze bag, but have a good job, got lots of money, keep it together. Um, I would hate yeah, to see so what I'm his liver you. looks like. Not so much impressed by that, but definitely it was it was a sight to see. Yeah. Um thankfully I'm not a bartender anymore. Thankfully. I can't imagine I can't imagine the kind of things you you see as a bartender. I fucking hated it. I hated it. I just did it because I was finishing school and it was it was conducive to a full-time school schedule. That's how I started doing it. And then of course got the old college degree and couldn't get hired doing what I wanted to do for a while. So I kept bartending. And that's when you really go, maybe this is my destiny. And then you start drinking while you're at work. <laughs> and then you go out after work. And, you, and then you drink the next day to nurse the hangover because uh-huh. it's the only way to get rid of it. And right. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's a bad road to go down. Luckily you're right. Ro- I also hated it because people just treat you like a shithead. They just think they're, it's just, you have nice people, you know, but then you have people that just treat you like a servant and they just look at you like you're less than them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I hated it. My wife also was a bartender when she was in school and she fucking loved it. But I also will go, hey, you have pits. You made a lot of money. You're different. Than me. She also just, she's a, so, uh, she's a social butterfly. She just, that whole aspect of it, she loved. And she was good at it. I told you that story, I think, in one of the episodes when I, when I first met her. You know, she 
like I, you know, finished school, but was still kind of looking for that right job. So she was still bartending when I met her. And I went up to the bar she was working at, power drinking bar. It's like two o'clock on a Sunday. And oh, yeah, that's was right. fucking zombie, dude. I was just like, what did you do to these people? She's like, $2, you call it. I'm like, did it just start? Do you get uh, now since 11 a.m.? I'm like, oh, my God. So people are ordering $2 shots. They fucking get hammered. What year, what year was this, do you think? Uh, fucking two, uh, 2014. 14? No, 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 maybe 2013, 2014. Was Uber probably. and Lyft like a big thing yet? No. Do you think? No? No, no, no. I know for a fact it wasn't because shortly after I met her, probably, a year into our relationship, uh, I was out in LA and it was new to LA. Oh, wow. I've been around in LA, but LA was one of the sort of first to where it really started popping. We didn't have it in St. Louis. Just, you know, just good old taxis, we I guess. With our Uber driver, you know? Yeah. Like we don't have this. We got taxis or people just drive drunk. Yeah. Probably just drive drunk, especially in St. Louis city. Um, no D-dubs in St. Louis city, St. Louis County. That's another story. Do what now? What was that? What happened? <laughs> um, what happened? <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, how do we get there? Oh, so MGK hanging out with the, oh, partying with that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they could fucking drink, man. Um, and I actually looked it up. Um, they just played a show recently. So I guess they got back together. I don't know if it's new members or what. Hmm. Um, Really good band. I'll tell you off. I'll tell you. I, I don't want to give them a bad reputation, so I'll tell you after the podcast who they are. You okay. can check them out. Hey, um, I have a question while we're talking music still, kind of. Um, have you ever heard of, let me double check this real quick, the, I guess it's called a band or a project called Scion, S-I-O-N? I don't believe so. Okay, do you know who Jared Dines is? He's a YouTuber. Is he the YouTuber. Yes. Yeah. So apparently Howard Jones and just Jared Dines guy have a project called Scion now. Okay. A buddy of mine just just uh, reached out to me about it last night. I haven't listened to it yet, but I was curious if you knew anything about it, if you had heard it. What just happened? Did you hear that? That's them. A little bit. <laughs> um, I'll check it out. Uh, the music videos just came out on November 26th. So Jared who, Dines play guitar? Huh? Does Jared Dines play guitar? I don't know. I don't know anything about the guy. I just I just learned his name yesterday. You said you you knew semi of him, I guess, right? Because you asked if he was a YouTuber. What is he? I've seen a couple of his YouTube videos. He like talks about just metal and. One of the ones that I saw was kind of funny, a typical thing that a, a music snob would do. But he went to a, like a festival and he went up to people who were wearing band shirts and asked them to name like songs of the band. Nice. To prove that like people just wear shirts to be cool and they don't actually listen to the band. Yeah. It's a really mean thing to do. <laughs> it's fucking, but it's funny. Leave the fucking poor kid in the fucking pig destroyer <laughs> shirt alone. Right. He's wearing the shirt because it says pig destroyer and he wants to fit in at this metal festival. Leave him alone. Like, but 
I always I always get a chuckle out of uh, the meme that comes across social media where it's got a uh, it says I love seeing celebrities supporting each other and it's a picture of one of the Kardashians wearing a Slayer shirt and then it's the guy the guy from Slayer wearing a Kill the Kardashian shirt. Yeah. Oh, really? That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's yeah. funny. I didn't know there was a Kill the Kardashian shirt. Well, he may um, have made it himself. I don't know. Well, that's cool. I'm gonna listen to this after the show. It sounded cool. I know you couldn't hear much of it, but um, Scion, that's a terrible name. I imagine, I mean, it's all capitalized, so I imagine it stands for something. Or not. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. No, or not. It's just the bad. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, I gave you a good story. I got another one, too, because I just, uh, I revisited. And Did I tell you to listen to Project 86? Uh, yes. Did you listen to that album, Drawing Black Lines? Yes. You said you liked it, right? Yes. Okay, so I revisited it the other night, Mm -hmm. and uh, it made me think about something. It made me think about when I went to, I saw them play at the Creepy Crawl. Again, this is so long ago, but um, when I saw them, it was really before I ever had a band that was doing anything. And I think at the time, I don't even know that I was in a band when I saw them. I think I was still trying to figure things out and find the right people, whatever the case. But we went and saw them. Me and a couple of friends went and saw them at the Creepy Crawl. Not a packed show. You know, they didn't They didn't really. They brought their diehards. So that's about 75 kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but good band. I, wanna, I love the Drawing Black Lines is one of my favorite records. I like them as a band, whatever. So I went and the reason I'm telling this story, sorry, this is taking forever. The drummer broke his snare drum, just flat right through it. Didn't have an extra. So then they had to sh- sort of reach out to the other bands. All the other bands on the show had already packed up their shit. Oh. So there was a long period where the singer has to entertain the crowd or the the rest of the band has to entertain the crowd. And I remember looking to my right and looking to my left at my friends I was with. And I was like, I really hope this never happens to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because you wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> Fuck, I would suck in this situation. And sure enough, not too long after that, I played a show at Pops. Uh, broken string, want to say. And the fucking guitar player couldn't get the backup guitar in tune quickly. So it, it, was a lot, it wasn't as long as it felt. It felt like an eternity on stage. Mm-hmm. But I was uh, going, hey, God. and this is so long ago. I was not good like, as a anything. I was not good. But I just fucking, I don't remember what I did. I just know it was bad. I just know it was terrible. I just remember someone was filming it and looking back at it, watching it back, and I'm going, oh, I suck. This is not good. I always, I, I will go back to it. We talked about it uh, when I went to that last point fest in that they were having technical issues for that band, and the guy was singing uh one of his songs to basically like eight people in front of him that could hear him because he had no sound behind him and i go back to man if you want to get people involved sing something that everybody knows and just let them sing until you can get things going again i think that's a good idea yep no it's a great idea (laughs) not what you did (laughs) don't do what i did i don't remember what i did i think it was like Actually, what I do remember is that my bass player started playing the Mario music. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea either. <laughs> uh-huh. Isn't that Mario? Yeah. 
So he was doing that behind whatever bullshit gibberish I was spouting at the time. <laughs> so maybe it was a little bit entertaining, but I was, I was, I was terrible. But it, it really wasn't that long after that. And I just remember being like, fuck. Have you been to a concert like outside of the Project 86 one where that's happened before? Like with a big name band or anything where they had to stop for a, for a little bit and they and you the... I know you've been to one because I was there too. What? That Avenged Sevenfold at F- Family Arena. He was he had uh, food poisoning oh, yeah. or something from the night before. And I'll never forget that because just, I can't remember if it was like in the middle of the song or what, but he had to take off and run to the back. And it, you've seen both the guitarists just look at each other and just start playing. So like for the next 10 yeah. minutes, it was nothing but just them soloing. It was awesome. Now they're professionals and they know what they're doing and they probably maybe had this planned out. Maybe it just didn't look like it when they just kind of looked at each other like, oh crap, what do we do? And they just yeah. solo. Why not? When in doubt, solo. And you listen to 10 minutes of guitar solos? Yeah. Eesh. I don't remember that. <laughs> you don't? No. Hmm. I don't remember that. Maybe I didn't. You know what? I might not have seen them that night or I might have left when they started or something. You may have left after you had the altercation with one of the bands. Oh, I had to stick around after that. <laughs> Trust me. I do remember that. Um, no, no, no. Uh, well, there, I don't, did, well, did we, I wonder if we talked about this when we had the fellas from Brook Royal on the show. But that's one that always comes to mind when you ask about that. But they played a show in the band Middle Class Rut played. And the, the drummer broke his kick drum. Okay. Now story could have ended there like i broke a kick drum let me just finish the song go to one of my texts and be like hey i need something instead he broke it picked it up and launched it across the stage and then proceeded to throw a temper tantrum like a fucking three-year-old on the stage and then ended up using cornbread cornbread's kick drum and didn't say thank you after what a dick yeah yeah changed my uh my whole outlook on that band after that because I really did like that, that that record, those songs that they had out. Uh, you remember that, that song New Low? and Yeah. Born to something. Yeah, they went away, songs. didn't they? I, I haven't heard uh, that. I haven't uh, heard that name in a few years. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're one of those two-man bands that were really popular for a while. Yeah. They were, Are they you, were cool. Okay, you, you, you mentioned two-man bands. Are you a fan of 21 Pilots? Um, I, I couldn't tell you anything they've put out recently. I mean, the record that had car radio on it still to this day, I love Blur- songs blurry face, songs. right? Is that off that album or uh, is it before that? Uh, I, don't, I thought it was before that. I just, I know uh, they're coming to St. Louis next year and they're doing the enterprise center. That's insane, right? No, man. They're pop. Stars. I mean, I know they're huge, but I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. I always think about bands like that, that, you, you think about I guess when they were when they were smaller when they weren't near as big as they are now like the fact that you it still blows my mind that you guys told me that Imagine Dragons played Firebird that is absolutely yeah. insane to me yeah that's uh it's it's insane to think about it now of course but yeah but uh I can't remember the name of that record yeah they're a band that I haven't seen live and I remember back at that time they played excuse me they played one of the amphitheaters here and everybody was like, dude, you got to see this band. Like it's insane They're but I've watched videos. Yeah. He's one of the, one of those guys, the singer seems like he's a very, and again, I'm just, this is just to the, 
how I see things, but he seems like a very sensitive guy. Like if anything goes wrong slightly, he wears it on his face and he's going to be prone to letting you know about it. Like I remember one time I was watching a video, but this is kind of cool also. Like he was playing a festival and they were bitching at him because he had previously climbed on things at festivals. And this festival was very adamant, like, do not climb any of our shit. We're not insured for it. We will, I guess, sue you or whatever. You'll be responsible. Mm -hmm. And he did a big fuck you to him and made a point to give a speech about it and then climbed up this giant fucking thing. And like, you could tell like people were a little bit, a little bit upset about it. Uh That's rock and roll, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought, I thought it was cool, which, you know what? I'm the same way. Uh, Someone posted something from one of the block parties. And then I remember it was from the same show and then it was posted, posted a performance by another band. And then in the little thing there, there was when we played and I didn't realize this video was out there. I did. I had no idea. I'd never seen it before. So I was curious and I clicked on it and someone posted a video. We so one of our song for an entire song. There was feedback on stage and out in the crowd okay and the the sound guys just couldn't get it fixed and i remember i was annoyed and i was wearing it on my face that i was annoyed um but i was also like hey person i don't know why did you post this it's not a good video (laughs) like i get it thank you if you really like that song (laughs) why did you post this right and that's the other thing like you do you you know you can't what do you write that person on email or send them a message be like hey can you kindly take that down it's terrible no you just let them especially because it was probably posted like years ago right i guess i again i didn't know the video existed i had never seen it yeah i didn't know that there was video of us from that show because we didn't have anyone there taking video for us you know you you Um, you were talking about i know you i know you were talking about a band member doing but about climbing like in did you ever see that video from Point Fest? Probably had, had to have been like 05 or 06, maybe something like that, where the guy climbed up in the rafters up above. Uh-huh. Like this is a guy. Do you do you notice now that they have those big plastic things blocking the 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 deal so people can't climb the rafters anymore? Yeah, that's insane. Why? That's way up there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are some really iconic photos of people doing that. Eddie Vedder's one that comes to mind. And I actually wouldn't. I've looked up prints for that, but they're really expensive. And I don't know if I love it that much, but I think I do now that I mention it. Maybe I'll ask for that for Christmas. Um, but there's a, there's an iconic photo of him doing it. It's off on the back of the stage. So you get him hanging down just by his legs and then the, the sea of people. It's really cool. Huh. Really cool photo. Um, he Him and... I don't know. There's tons of people that have done it. You can yeah. find it, you know. Google it. Give it a goog. Um, but yeah, I was trying to think of the, what were we just talking about? Oh, the block party. Yeah, I didn't know that video existed. So then, of course, I go down a rabbit hole. I'm like, well, I wonder what other videos are out there that I don't know about. Um, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where, because you sent me a video. Is that where that came from? You sent me. No, a... I knew that video existed. Oh, okay. We made that video. That's our music. Video. Okay. Okay. I just sent that to you because we had the conversation about battles for Point Fests, right? And Point Fest in general, and albeit we weren't on a local stage for that 
video, I mean, you see at the end, like that, f come on. Have you been to a point fest where at like 10 AM, there are that many people watching the bands, right? It's been a while, right? Oh yeah. And I'm not saying this to be a shithead. Like I'm cool. I'm just saying, I just think the dynamic. Yeah. Mo most, most years now, it, you don't see that many people until halfway through the main stage set. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It was just a different. I, it was just a different. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's changed. I don't know. I but and, I, and again, I wasn't sending that to you just to like look cool. I was just saying like this. I reminisce about that, and not just for me, just like being there, either playing or as a fan. Like it was just a fun experience. Yeah, to be a part of. Um you know uh it's it's weird it's weird to think about i mean you can obviously go to different festivals we're talking about one thing but i mean there are different festivals where it's fucking insanely packed all the time but you know specific to our city that festival is just different not that long ago i know i just I know want, i just like wonder eternity, but... i just wonder what it is that's changed i mean is it is it just a different, sounds stupid, but is it just a different time, like a different age group of people now than it was? Th oh, I mean, we're, I mean, we're still probably only talking. So. You don't think so? No, because I mean, the point still holds the same demographic they did then. Yeah. Now. And I haven't listened to. Uh, I you really... think you think so, even though they play different kind of music than they did then? Yes. Really? Yeah, because they, well, do they though? You say they play a different kind of music, but in between the bands, the newer bands, there's going to be the usual shit. Yeah, true. You know, Breaking Benjamin, Seether, all the stuff, all the stuff that makes that that station go. I haven't listened in a long time, and I, I'm not, and I actually say that with shame because I really do value that station. Um, well, let me say this: I value radio in general. Still, I still think it's cool to be on the radio period you it's just it maybe anymore. maybe it's just that radio isn't as big of a deal as it used to be well i think for the point i think for stations like that and markets like that like st louis and i i think it is dude hip-hop radio is still huge yeah you know um huge man uh so i think it's cool i, I don't care i don't care like i said anyone wants to play my shit put it on please. <laughs> but that station i do have, have a genuine genuine appreciation for because they did a lot for me and for honestly more than one band that I've been in so um, I say it with shame that I have not listened in a while and I know I should that's why I'm saying that anyway um, and it's not because like fuck the radio it's not because of that I just I just haven't I don't I don't know I don't know why I don't know why yeah which I had an answer for that that's why I say it with shame I'm a shithead but uh <laughs> Well, before we get out of here, I want to mention, I, I texted you the other night about this too, uh, the, that show on Netflix that you looked up, that true story with the Kevin Hart's new show. Oh, yeah. It's really good, dude. It's it's seven episodes. I binged all seven episodes. I d didn't go into it with like extremely high expectations, but it, it gets, like first episode will reel you in, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I watched the little thing that you know thing that comes up on netflix when you land on a specific it didn't do anything for me dude i'm not a kevin hart fan i'm not the biggest kevin hart fan so i'm coming into this with a total bias and a total uh 
lack of interest okay in watching anything he does um i'll eventually watch it i'm sure <laughs> but uh well, do you like wesley snipes because wesley snipes is his brother in the show what yeah you didn't did you they, did, me, they didn't show like that wesley snipes do what did you just ask me do i like wesley snipes <laughs> I will quote white men can't. <laughs> I knew you were. I knew you were going to bring that right up. Um, well, hopefully that just reeled you in. Fucking blade. It actually did a little bit, and now I'm interested. Yeah. And he was in Major League. I'll quote every line of his from Major League in a second. Um, well, I mean, did you see? Did you see what the storyline is? Like, did it give what the storyline yeah, was? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'll watch it. I'm just being an asshole. I'll watch it. I know it you are, it. but still. You know it's... what? We we finished uh, and rather quickly. We, have you watched Ted Lasso? I don't have Apple TV. Okay. I've, I've heard good things. To know, like you don't like soccer, like no. I do. So right. I'm sorry, football, like I do. Football. Um, but I don't know if it will matter. I think you'd still like it. Like, do you like Jason Sudeikis? I do. Okay, so I'm, I'm I'm putting this out there. Maybe someone, if you're listening, shoot me a message and tell me if you agree or not. I like the show. It's a good show. Makes me laugh. I'm interested because of the football aspect of it. Um. But the character Ted Lasso sucks. Makes no sense. Really? It's not. A, it's a. It's not. A, it's not. It makes no sense. Like I think it's a poorly written, shitty character. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I, I like look up a clip on YouTube, and then maybe you can weigh in on this. Just like. But you like. YouTube, but, like but, but you like the show. I do. I do. So is it? Be, I think so that so that character it, it, sucks though. It, it makes no sense. Is is Jason Sudeikis Ted Lasso? Yeah. So is it a, a instance where somebody is just a good enough actor that they can play through shitty writing and keep you intrigued? That's not why, but no, that's not it. And I know no. where you're going with that, but that's not it. So let me give you, he's supposed to be like this bumpkin hillbilly guy from Kansas. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Who goes, goes to England to coach a sport he knows nothing about because he only knows football. Because that's what red-blooded Americans know, right? Okay. But then throughout the show, he has all of these references that, I'm sorry, they make no sense. Like, he makes, like, a Beyonce breaking up with Jay-Z reference. Like, what <laughs> hillbilly from Kansas? Yeah. It, it just, it just, it's just, it's weird. Just, like, later on, just YouTube, like, one-liners from, one-liners by Ted Lasso or something like that. Okay. I guarantee you some of them you're going to go, what? Why would he ever bring that up? And Maybe I'm just overthinking and overanalyzing. But again, I think it's a poorly written character. But maybe it is because Jason Sudeikis is that funny and, and, and plays the character that funny that you forget about it. It's a good show, though. I okay. just think my, my wife agrees. She, she, and usually we don't agree on these things. But she's like, yeah, it's weird. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, if I ever get Apple TV, I'll check it out. I don't think you need Apple TV. I, think I don't, dude. It. I've got. I think, you, I've got... I think you, someone who steals music, can find a way to steal this show. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, guy. I can probably figure it out. I think you. I think you know what you're doing. <laughs> that was an asshole thing to say. <laughs> well, anyways, sorry, you who pays for everything. Thank you. Doesn't stream anything. Thank you. You can find a way to stream this show. Thank you. I will. I didn't know we had Apple TV. By the way, I just discovered this three weeks ago when we started watching the show. Why do you have it and you didn't know it? How's that a thing? My household works, dude. I don't know shit about what goes on around here. I just live here. I don't feel like I need any more. 
I we really don't, but for whatever reason, I have Netflix, Hulu, and e, uh, and ESPN Plus. Those are my three things, and I really don't even use Hulu that much. See Hulu, I have Hulu Live now, so that's my go-to. I used to have that, um, but I got I got rid of it because the stuff that I would watch on regular cable, like this is like this is before we had cable. But I still yeah. didn't get like a lot of the blues games and football games and stuff like that that I want to watch. I'm glad so you just brought that up. Why in the fuck? And I'm talking to you, but maybe you can ask ESPN this for me. Why the fuck do I pay for ESPN Plus? If you're going to black out blues games. Dude, I know. I just found that twice in the past week, I think that that's happened to me. Cuz I didn't more, I didn't even realize I didn't even realize it was on the those games were on ESPN Plus. I was just scrolling through. I knew that there was a game on and I was scrolling through cable and I couldn't find anywhere on cable. And I understand then, how blackouts work. I understand the point, but I'm paying for the service. Right. You should just let me watch my game. Right. What? What? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like this isn't cable like this is an app that you're paying for that the game should be on like it it, it, it drives me nuts. everything should be on There's yeah nothing should be blacked out ever everything you're paying for it. <laughs> everything should be on right Period. yeah espn get it together yeah all right let's get out of here <laughs>